Hello and welcome. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you for being here with me. This is so awesome. I love that this is still going on. Um, Last week we talked about the priesthood and what it was, different things that we can do. Um, We talked briefly about that there was two different parts of the priesthood, that there was a Melchizedek and the Aaronic priesthood. Um, And... We're going to be talking. We're actually going to be talking more about the priesthood. We're going to be talking about the organization of the priesthood. Um, so the so the two parts of the priesthood. There's the there's the Aaronic and the Melchizedek. Um, the Melchizedek priesthood was, of course, get uh, named by the high priest Melchizedek, and then the Aaronic priesthood was given its name by the priest uh, by uh, Aaron. Um, so we're going to be talking about the two, about the two, uh, priesthoods. So what is the difference, um, between the two? So the Aaronic, the Aaronic priesthood is the appendage of the Melchizedek priesthood. So it's the, it's, it's the lesser priesthood. And that's usually given to the young men, uh, ages between 12 to 18. And, um, when they receive that priesthood, um, there, are, they have um, callings or uh, priesthood duties that they that they need to fulfill. Um, so let's see. Let's go through here. In what ways can the Aaronic priesthood um, holder serve? So, me as a Melchizedek priesthood, being an elder in the church, I I serve differently. I do different things in the church than a young man would would do that has the Aaronic priesthood. So we're going to be talking about what they can do uh, to serve uh, the Lord. Uh, When the Aaronic priesthood is conferred um, on a man or a boy, uh, because there are people who join the church later on, um, say someone who is 40, gets baptized, they have that that same opportunity to grow in the priesthood. Um, the offices in the Aaronic Priesthood um, are deacon, teacher, priest, and also uh, a bishop. Each office carries duties and responsibilities, and each quorum is presided by a quorum president who teaches the members their duties and asks them to fulfill assignments. Uh, some... Some men join the church or become active after they have passed the usual age to receive the offices of the priesthood. They're usually ordained to an office in the Aaronic priesthood and can soon be ordained to other offices as they remain worthy. So let's, so let's break it down. So a deacon, a young man who has been baptized and conferred a member of the church and is worthy to be ordained to the office of deacon when he is 12 years old. The deacons are usually um, assigned to pass the sacrament to members of the church, and to you know keep a keep an eye out on the church building to make sure it's clean and good order for other services, um, and they're also messengers for pre, for other priesthood leaders like the bishop um, to fulfill special assignments and collect uh, fast offerings from other members. Um, I I remember when I was a a, a deacon, I would sit behind the bishop. Like every other month, and he would have us go. Like if he needed a note passed to someone in sacrament meeting, to have them either get up and say a prayer, or 
have them meet right after a sacrament meeting. We would be there. We, we would be his little helper, his little messenger. That was always fun. Um, so that's between the ages of 12 to 14. Once a boy reaches the age of 14, he then becomes, he progresses in the Aaronic Priest and becomes a teacher. Um, teachers have all the duties and rights and powers of the office of a deacon, plus additional ones. Teachers in the Aaronic Priesthood are to help church members live the commandments. They uh, To help fulfill respond, uh, this responsibility, they are usually assigned to serve as home teachers. Now, what home teachers are, so the way that the church is set up, none of our clergy is paid. Um, the prophet's not paid. Our bishop's not paid. I'm not paid for being a scout leader. I'm not paid um, to um, go down Thursday nights and, and teach these young boys. Um I talked about that my father-in-law, he's in the he helps the uh helps the bishop. He's not paid for that. All of this is all of our assignments are um volunteers. Um we're asked to serve by the bishop and we can accept or we can reject it. Um you know, our schedules may not allow it or maybe that's something that we're not interested in, but it's always coming from the Lord, so we're so the person about n- I would say most of the time it says yes. There are has, there has been a couple of times that I've known where people have turned down callings be just because of uh, personal reasons. Um, but with that being said, the bishop's so busy that he cannot. Um, he he it, it's hard for him to look out for everybody at the same time because there's a lot of people that he, he's like he's like our father of of the congregation. We go to him when we have problems, um, but the church has set in place. They don't call them home teachers anymore. That has changed. They call them ministering uh, partners or ministering uh, brethren. Basically, what we do as ministers is we look out and and we're and we're assigned maybe two or three families in the congregation, maybe in our neighborhood or you know down the street. Um, and we look out for these families. We make sure that they're being spiritually taught, that there's nothing going on in the house that um, needs attention. You know, we kind of, and then we kind of look out for them. We make sure that they have, uh, that they are w- well taken care of. And if anything that needs to uh, come before the bishop, then we report that to our supervisor, and then they report it to the bishop, and then the bishop will get to them. Um, or they'll contact the bishop directly. So um, the so us as ministers, we kind of help the bishop look out for every uh, look out for the congregation. Um, so after a teacher, so that's uh, fourteen to sixteen. Once you uh, turn sixteen, you have the opportunity to become a priest. Um, a worthy young man, again, who turns the age of sixteen, has the right or progresses in the priesthood um so the priest so as you're progressing you're not losing your right or your the priesthood um of a deacon or the teacher you're carrying that with you so you're just progressing and you're still having all those rights and duties as a teacher and a deacon but you now are a priest and so priests they have all the duties and rights and powers of the office of deacon and teacher Plus some additional ones. 
a priest may also baptize. So what a priest does is a um, so talked about that the uh, deacons they kind of look out for the grounds. They keep the the they help keep the church clean. They pass the sacrament. Teachers they are um, they can help their fathers or they can be assigned someone to help look out for. They pat they prepare the sacrament before the meeting starts. Before sacrament meeting starts. And then the priests, they bless the sacrament, but then they can also baptize. So anyone that is ready to enter in the waters of baptism and they have a friend or their son has a friend or you have a friend that's 16 to 18 who is a, who is a priest, you want them to baptize you, they can baptize you. Um, a priest may also take charge of meetings when there is no Melchizedek priest, priesthood holder. That rarely happens, though. I've never seen that. Um, so it kind of kind of go down the chain of command to for that to happen. Um, so if there are no Melchizedek priesthood holders whatsoever, then a priest is the next one to take take over. So let's talk about the bishop. The bishop, yes, is is a Melchizedek priesthood holder. He is a high priest. Uh, but a bishop is ordained and set apart to preside over the Aaronic priesthood in a ward. He is the president of the priest quorum. When he is acting in his Aaronic priesthood office, a bishop deals primarily with temporal matters such as administering finances and records and directing care of um, the poor and the needy. So a bishop has a lot on his plate. Uh, he has lots to do. That's why we as ministering uh, brethren look, help look out for the ward. So let's talk about the Melchizedek priesthood. We kind of talked we talked a little bit about it. So when you, um, so once you reach the, reach the age of eighteen, you have the opportunity. A young man can go on a mission. He then becomes the a elder in the priesthood, and he um, when he becomes an elder, he is ordained and set apart in the Melchizedek priesthood. Elders are called to teach, expound, exhort, baptize, and watch over the church. All Melchizedek priesthood holders are elders. They have the authority to bestow the gift of the Holy Ghost by laying on of hands. Elders should contact, conduct meetings of the church as they are led by the Holy Ghost. Uh, they may administer to the sick, like I talked about with my dad. Uh, I was able to give him a blessing because I am an elder in the church. I hold the Melchizedek priesthood. Bless little children. Uh, I believe I talked about that, um, giving a father's blessings to my kids. Um, and they also may preside over church meetings when there are no high priest present. So from elder to, so that you have elder, then you have high priest. Now, I don't know the age. I think they 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 kind of change things with the Melchizedek priesthood. So when you become a high priest, that means you're part of, of like, you're a bishop or his or his counselors or you're part of the the um like a state calling like a uh, state president or his counselors or anything like that um but when you but when you become a high priest and he they are given the authority to officiate church and and administer spiritual things they may also officiate in all lesser offices Sake presidents, mission presidents, high priest counselors, bishops, and other leaders of the church are ordained high priests. 
there's also a patriarch. Patriarch um, patriarchs are, are ordained by general authorities or by state presidents when they are, are authorized by Council of the Twelve, Twelve Apostles to give patriarchal blessings to members of the church. There's also the Seventy. Seventies are special witnesses of Christ to the world and to assist in building up and regulating the church under the direction of the First Presidency and Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. And there's also an apostle. An apostle is a special witness in, of the name of Jesus Christ in all the world. The apostles administer the affairs of, of the church throughout the world. Those who are ordained to the office of apostle and the Melchizedek priest are usually set apart as members of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Just like when Christ was alive, he established um, 12 men to be his followers, the Quorum, and he called them the Twelve Apostles. We, we believe that we have the same organization as when Christ was alive. Um, and that is all the offices of the uh, priesthoods. So, so importance of priesthood quorum. So this is where we talk about that we all meet together and there there is an importance of that. Um, so why is it important that we, um, meet, meet together? Um, mainly we, we report about things that are going on and things that need to be addressed, families that need help moving in, moving out. Um, and we also help each, we lift, we lift each other up, how to be a better priesthood holder, how to be a better father. Um, how can we improve in our lives? Um, if a priesthood quorum uh, functions properly, the members of the quorum are encouraged, blessed, fellowshiped, and taught the gospel by their leaders. Even though a man may be released from church calling, such as a teacher quorum president, a bishop, high counselor, or stake president, his membership in his quorum does not change. Membership in a quorum of the priesthood should be um, regarded as a, um, as a sacred privilege. Um, I love the fact that I am a priesthood holder. Um, the fact that I was able to give my dad a priesthood blessing when he was sick means a lot to me. Um, and to actually see it work is is means even more to me. Um, he he's even blessed my life with with the Melchizedek priesthood. He he has given me blessings as well. Um, I know that when Christ was alive, his priesthood was here, but then when all the apostles were killed, when he was killed, that priesthood was taken off the earth. And we have been promised that that priesthood is not being taken off the earth ever again. It is here to stay, and it is not going anywhere. Um, This one was a little short tonight um, compared to the last one. But I do I do encourage you guys to please if you have any questions please feel, f- drop me a line download the Anchor app be a lot easier uh, to send messages that way or even go online Anchor.fm uh, s- send me a line love to get to know my audience and uh, invite people to the show um, I appreciate everyone for listening it means it means a lot to me to know that. This is out there, 
and questions might be answered. I I don't know. Um, but I hope that I hope that you're getting something out of this because I know I am. Um, and again, please drop drop me a line if you have any questions. I would love to hear more feedback. More feedback, the the greater my show can get, and the more material that I can put out there. Um, but again, if you want to support this podcast, there's links and um, there's links in the description. So please go follow the link uh, anchor.fm forward slash Josh dash Haas forward slash support. Um, would love for you guys to support in this. Well, I'd love to make this grow and expand and see what we can do with this. Um, but I mainly would love to hear back from everybody. Um, I've heard back from several people, but I want to hear back from more. Um, I, there's lots, there's lots of people that listen. So please, I welcome it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, but yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time.